Wanasifiwe. My name is uh, Ndugu Solomon Shibairo. Nimeokoka and I am born again and love the Lord as my personal Lord and Savior. By the grace of God, I'm an elder in City Church of Crisco City Church. Uh, we fellowship at Kitisuru. Uh, today morning, I want to share with you the word of God, which says that the Lord does not work with numbers or quantity. The Lord does not work with numbers or quantity. We can get our guidance from the book of Judges, chapter 7, verse 1 to 8. May we read Judges, chapter 7, verse 1 to 8. It reads, Early in the morning, Jerubal, that is John, Gideon, and all his men camped at the spring of Harod. The camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Moreh. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands, in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength had saved her. Announce now to the people, Anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left, while 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, There are still too many men. Take down them down to the water, and I'll sift them for you there. If I say, This one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, Separate those who lap the water with those with their tongues like a dog from those who kneel down to drink. Three hundred men leapt with their hands to their mouth. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, With three hundred men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the other men go, each to his own place. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites to their tents, but kept 300 who took over the provisions and trumpets of the others. Now, uh, my brothers and sisters, there are a few things we can learn from this uh, portion of scripture. Uh, to give you a background here, these were the times of judges in Israel when they just crossed over from um Egypt into Israel and were settling into Canaan. By then they did not have kings or even queens ruling over them. They only were with themselves and they had people who were called judges who would rule the land. These are the people who would listen to dispute, pray for them, and sometimes lead them like warriors into the armed forces, into war. So it happens here that um, the Midianites were ruling over Israel like Israelites had been enslaved. And Israelites had cried to the Lord and asked him for a savior. 
and uh, one little thing led one to another. He stirred up the hearts of jo the heart of Jerubal, who is known as Gideon, to lead uh, the Israelites at this point in time. Um, Gideon uh, had gathered an army. We can read from here. He approximately had 32,000 men. Uh, this is quite a big, large army, even if you talk of modern day standards. 32,000 people, they are quite a lot. So in verse C2, we see that um, the Lord is telling uh, Gideon that this number is quite too high. And uh, the Lord was not ready to use them. In, uh, of course, God wanted the glory to be him in him and not on the people. So he advised Gideon uh, to go against this number. And the reason he was saying this is that when he, if Gideon had used these numbers, then he would be boasting that it is because he used a great number of people that that led him to victory and not the Lord. And the Lord was not ready to entertain that. So the Lord advised Gideon here to let the many people go away. And so he said, whoever was trembling should be let go. And uh, as you can see from the Bible, uh, 22,000 men left while 10,000 remained. So far we learned two things here. That at times God does not love it. When he has done his work and we boast it, about it because of our ability. In this point, it was because of, it could have been because of numbers. The Lord was not amused with that. So he told Gideon to reduce it. So even us in our case here, when you do things and you start boasting because of numbers, he's not amused. And I'll give another example in real life. For example, in our church there, when you want to do something, like building the wall or doing other classrooms, if we start worrying how much money we have before we move in a step, then the Lord will not be amused because it's not about money. It's about Him. We are supposed to put all cases to Him. The Lord says do not be anxious about anything, but in all things, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God will pass to understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. He's saying we not be anxious, not be worried about ourselves. Is it we? Is it the things we have? Is it the money we have? Is it the numbers? Is it our education? Is it our ability? God does not look at those. He's looking at his own glory. And therefore, he may sometimes ask us to shed those things down. Secondly, we learn here uh, about one thing that he told Gideon that those who are trembling, Gideon had to uh, leave them, uh, to let, tell them to go out. God does not like people who tremble. God has given us an assignment. Each one of us is on this earth, not because of our own. We have a particular purpose, something to do. And God is not amused when he starts approaching things with the fear. God is expecting us to have a measure of boldness just like i've said in the word do not be anxious about anything god is in charge of all things so 
if we let fear come into us, God may still not be amused of us. He hates fear. He's telling us to completely trust in Him. Have the peace. His word says, Thou is at perfect peace, whose mind stayeth on thee, for he trusts in thee. When we trust in the Lord, then we'll be fear will be cast away. Again, he says, do not fear. Or um, he's not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And that's what we need to do. So because of that, God had to tell Gideon to lay off people. And you can read at this incident, 22,000 people were filled with fear. Over two-thirds of the army. So God had to let them go. Then verse 4. God gives us another thing that we learn here. He gave Gideon a strategy by telling him, again, he's still insisting on the numbers. And this time he had to tell Gideon a strategy in which he can get the right soldiers. He told him to go down the water. I don't know why, the reason why he had to use water here. But he told him that it were they drink the water, I'll tell you which one you go with, and that one whom we not go with. God is trying to tell us this thing, that if we obey him, if we follow his commandments, the Lord will give us a strategy. He'll show us which way to go. But if we don't obey the word of God, if we don't obey his way, if we don't obey him, then he may not give us a strategy. He will let us go. I believe there's somewhere where the children of Israel said, God, if we do not go with you, and then we will not, you know, we shall not go this way. That should be our attitude. We should always ask God for a strategy. Verse five. So Gideon takes the men to the water, and the Lord says, "Separate those who lap the water with their tongues like a dog from those who kneel down to drink." God gave Gideon this strategy. You can imagine those who lap their water with their hands. These are the people who drink there. They take the water with their hands and put it to their mouth. While the other group, they would kneel completely and drink from the river. Now, you can obviously see here the strategy. God is trying to choose people who are alert from those who are not. When you kneel down and lap water, you are lapping. It means... Your, your eyes are not only on the water. They are on the water as they look aside. These are the signs of a ready soldier. A soldier who is equipped, who is alert, who is minding the environment. And compared to the one who totally drinks, this one who is, is a bit careless, they have put their mouth and their heart in the water completely. God is telling us here to be alert. He wants us to be strategic, to be aware. The word of God says, be aware that the devil roars around like a roaring lion. We need to be aware of the schemes of the devil. We should not just be. So, our duty, as we do our mission, God is saying we be aware of our environment. We need to be aware. We be aware of the devil who is prowl around like a roaring lion. We be aware of his strategies. We be aware of his scheme, of his schemes and fight him through prayer. So God wants soldiers who are ready, who are aware, who are equipped, who are careful to know 
where the enemy will come from and they will defeat him. So what the Lord did, he, uh, Gideon did, he had to send the rest of the soldiers away and remain with these 300. And as we read on, it is these ones who delivered Israel out of the Midianites. So we are thanking God that when he gives us a strategy, then we shall win the war. So today, what am I praying? That the Lord does not depend on numbers, but it depends, nor does he go with the quality, but he's depending on his, your strategy, on his strategy. And we need to lean on him and not lean on other things. So today as we go out there, today as we do our activities, I want to trust the Lord in this life that we shall not depend on our own strategy, but we are going to depend on the strategy of God. We shall not depend on numbers, but we depend on God on Him for His glory. We should not boast that it's we, but it's Lord who has done it. Then we need to ask God for a strategy in what we do. How, how can we win this war? So let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we come before you this morning. We want to thank you for being with us throughout the night. God, yesterday you gave us the strength, and today we are also trusting you for the strength. Father, as we go out to do our businesses, as we go out to that job, as we go out to that appointment, as we go out to that mission, we know, Father, we are in the world, and it is full of wars, full of challenges, it's full of fights with the enemy. We are praying today, Papa, that you answer us at the very point of need. Lord God, it is not because of our strategy. It's not because of our numbers. It's not because of the manners that we have. It is not because of the education or the power. Father, far be it from it. It is because of you. We shall wholly depend on you to win the wars. We shall wholly depend on you to get that deal. We shall wholly depend on you to succeed in getting that job. We shall all depend on you in getting those customers. Father, may you hear our prayer. May you hear our request. Father, we pray today that even as we go and succeed and do this, may pride not befall us. We shall return all the glory to you, Papa. It's you who does all things. God, it's you who created the earth, the heavens, and the, the, the moon and the stars in the heavens. And therefore it's you who does things, and may we love you for that, O oh Father. Oh Lord, we thank you and we bless you. Lord, we say today that, oh God, you may give us a strategy. You may reveal to us what to do. Papa, we have this tax for that. We may have our own plans, but oh God, you are, ultimately it's your plan that matters here. You have said, may man may plan but, oh God, the way the things we may go will depend on what you do, Papa. So today, we pray, Lord God, may your way turn out to be. May your strategy be, O oh Father. Lord, we thank you. So we leave all things to you, Papa. May we use your strategy. May we use your strength. Father, whatsoever we do, may we totally depend on your Father. Father, again, you are teaching us, O oh Father, that, oh God, we be aware we be aware of our environment as we do our work of Father. Just in the day of, uh, of Gideon, you to use a strategy to pick only soldiers who are ready, who are alert. 
Lord God, we are aware of the enemy and we need always to be alert to fight off the devil. Father, may you give us that ability. Give us the strength to fight off the devil. Give us the power to defeat the enemy. Lord, we want to defeat the enemy who may want to block us, oh Papa, in our work, in our business. May he be defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. The enemy comes in different ways. He may want to cause disease amongst us and illnesses. Father, we pray for the health of your people. Your word says that by your stripes we are healed, that you took away our infirmities and healed our disease. We are trusting you, Lord God, that today that you have healed your people, that disease will not bog them down. Lord God, let's be aware of the enemy. He may want to attack us because of any other weakness that we may have. Probably you may not be having money, but Father, may we look unto you. You have clearly told us that cattle on a thousand hills belong to you. You have again said, O oh Papa, that all the trees in the forest are yours, O oh Father. You've given, O oh Father, that all silver and gold belong to your Father. Today we want to thank you, Papa, that you are going to provide this to us so that we can achieve our objectives, so that we can, O oh God, win the war. Father, we thank you, bless you. Thank you for the tactics. Thank you for the strategy. Thank you for the way forward, O oh Father, today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. And now, before we finish our prayer, I want to pray for the needs of the people for today. There are people who may be having various needs. Maybe they are trusting God for salvation of their loved ones. Maybe you are trusting God for a job today. Maybe you are trusting God for an appointment with somebody for some reason, either in an office, at a school, or a hospital. Maybe you are trusting God for many other opportunities. You want to pray God to be there. Maybe you are trusting God to win that court case. Then we are going to pray about it. Maybe you are trusting God for general wellness. So let's trust God for you. Father, I want to thank you today. Your children today have various needs of Father. There are those who have been lacking jobs or a means of sustenance, and they are moving out today to search for that. Father in heaven, we pray that you may open doors, O oh Papa. May this job be found today. Father, we pray. We know we are in difficult times as a nation because of coronavirus. But Father, coronavirus is not an issue to you. You remember the children of Father. We pray today, Papa, just like you have seen, you have said in the Bible that you have never seen the children of the righteous begging for bread. Papa, may you provide that job so that they can be financed to buy bread, or Father. Father, we are trusting you. Even today, some have been looking for appointments in various hostels, in various courts, in various places, appointments for different reasons. We pray today, may they succeed. May they all go and get an opportunity or go to get the appointment through. Father, it can only happen through your Father. Father, some may be unwell before you. They may not be feeling well. They may be having that sickness. Some sickness are chronic, while others are not. Some are maybe healing from coronavirus, and therefore they are having pain in the breathing system. Father, we pray you send your word and heal your people, Father.
It's only who can heal our Papa. And just like we said that by your stripes you are healed. We have seen you heal us, O oh God, in the past. You have healed us in the present and you will heal us in the future. Lord, we are truly trusting you for a healing. Father, we pray for wellness in the families. Some people may not be understanding one another, but we pray this morning, O oh Father, that you cause our healing. May there be a healing of between the husband and wife or papa that they can speak in that home or between the parents and their children cause unity of father cause unity we thank you father god may you meet the people at the very point of need be it food may you provide our father there are those who may be crying for shelter may you provide rent oh god there are those who are crying for clothing father may you provide there are those who are crying for money, maybe to finish a bailing, to do other things. Lord God will provide. Oh Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Papa. And now allow us to briefly pray for the nation of Father. Papa, we know as we go toward the end of coronavirus, oh Papa, because we are trusting you for our healing. God, we are trusting you for a total removing of this spirit of COVID-19 and send it back to the sender. Oh God, we know the enemy comes to us in one way, but oh God, you scatter him in the seven different directions. Scatter the enemy of COVID-19 into the seven different directions in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we shall give this nation strategy for a healing, strategy for managing the disease or even a vaccine. And now we thank you, Father, that we are even considering the return of children to school. Father, we pray for your mercy just like you have had mercy to others may you have mercy to kenyans may our children be safe when they go on fifth back to school protect them from further attack grant them favor and wisdom father we also pray for the stability of the nation even in politics may there be no misunderstanding may you have no internal squabbles father touch the politicians command them to live in unity and stay in the unity father we thank you we bless you. Thank you for many beautiful things. Thank you for divine salvation. Thank you for divine protection. Thank you for divine healing. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for all things. Receive the adoration. Receive the magnification. Lord, you are worthy to be magnified. You are worthy to be blessed. Thank you. For in Jesus' name I do pray and believe. Amen. So my brother and sister, Go out there and trust in the Lord for the success of the day. Amen.